welcome to the South Road Boys. Hello, mate. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm not COVID-y, but fluey. Yeah, you're looking at, yeah. look, your hair's flat, and that's a good sign that you haven't been out of the house so, all yeah, day. Yeah, no, actually, I've hardly been out of the house uh, for about four days. Ooh. The one day I did go out. Yes, was raining. Um, <laughs> no, but I did go out to vote. Did you now? And you know what? It wasn't even really to vote. Exercise your democratic right. It was more to go and get my democratic sausage. As you should do. That's, that's the exciting part. That's the reason why most people attend. It is, let's be honest. Now, did you go to democraticsausage.org? No, I did not. Oh, dearie me. This was possibly my mistake. Really? What happened? Oh, I went to uh, the lovely voting area of uh, Montello School, which is uh, the closest voting poll polling place booth polling. to my place of residence. Yes. Of all 69 polling places here in the seat of uh, 69. Bass. I like that <laughs> come up with that number. Dinner for two. Hmm. Uh, not including the ones that go to hospitals, mate. They're mobile polling stations. Oh, haven't tried those. <laughs> no. Got to get yourself no. into hospital for those. Uh, but I've turned up. Yes. Done the right thing. Got myself out of bed. Had a shower. Made myself look respectable. What time did you rock up? Uh, about 11.30. Ooh, so lunchtime. I tried to get there at the right time. Yep. Didn't want to get there too late. Didn't want no. to get there when it was busy. You didn't want to get there on lunchtime. No, that's just that's rookie mistake. It's a rookie mistake, and it looks like you came there for the sausage, not yep. for the voting. Sure, you just want to have that moment where you walk in, you vote, you come out and go. Oh, oh I forgot I mean, you were I doing f- that. I what? forgot the sausages. sausages. What, what the hell? But you probably did find <laughs> yourself at the end of the um, post-school sports rush, where everyone's been off to do school sports. That's all finished. Let's go and vote before we go home. That's very possible. Um, turn up. Mm. Not even a sign that there was even a barbecue there. At all. I don't believe there was anything. Not even- Diddly fucking squat. Not even the CWA doing scones and jam? Nothing. Oh, shit. Nada. Felt like just looking at everyone and saying, well, fuck this. Yeah. And I'm- then pissing off back home again. Why did you just- Wow. Did you just pop the bunnings to get that- that sweet, sweet sausage? No, because I wasn't feeling the greatest. I didn't really mm. want to trek that far. <laughs> Look, I would have been happy to do the double sausage. Yeah. I mean, I'm, and I realise that this comes across as overly sexual. Mm. But fucking get over it. This is serious. We're talking politics. Do you double snag it? <laughs> I would if possible. I mean, how good is it? You go and vote. I've never. And you go via Bunnings. Oh, okay. Not two sausages in one bit of bread. No, no, no. no, no, no. Just do your two sausage Saturdays. Yeah, two sausage Saturdays. You only get to do it every three years or so, depending on how the political landscape works. Or you go to Bunnings and then just whip rack around on your way out and have another one. You could do that, but that's greedy. Is it now? Yeah, it is. Because it's the same venue. Because they'll say, you just had a sausage a minute ago. He's getting another one. My twin brother. (laughs) Twin brother, was it? Right. So, um, evil Troy. (laughs) I wasn't happy about that. No, I could imagine. I was already feeling a bit dodgy. Mm. Throat was a bit crackly. Also, um, because I've been a bit crap, I have more contacts when wearing my glasses because the eyes tend to get a bit scratchy and a bit irritated when you're feeling a bit meh. Meh. So I decided to wear the glasses. And, of course, because I was doing the right thing and being a little bit sick, even though I've rat-tested myself to Rodentville, and I don't have have COVID, I want to do the right thing, so I wore a mask. Which means when you wear the mask, all you do is fog your fucking glasses up. Oh. It's like, and already, I mean, I, I was already crabby. I was sick. Mm. Not a good sick person. Aren't you? So I've You're turned up. I'm you fucking are. fogged up. Yes. I don't really want to be there. There's no fucking sausage. Oh, shit, mate. And then I've come in and I've looked at the voting form and I've gone, what the fuck? 
All that research you did. Like, I mean, I knew a little bit. <laughs> yes. But fuck me, some of the parties. I mean, I've got to say this. Yes. The Animal Justice Party. Yep. I think that's a great plan. It sounds like a great plan. But they lost me. Yes. In their radio commercial. Oh, really? What when was their one, radio commercial? One of their pushes, one of their pillars they were standing on to get voted in. Yes. They will prevent future pandemics. From pandas? I don't fucking know. I mean, how are they they doing this? Oh, there was no, here's the explanation of how that's going to happen. No, this is like a 30-second radio ad. So the reason, (laughs) vote for us because we'll do this, we'll do this. This. And the thing that stood out to me, we'll prevent future pandemics. Fuck, you got my vote. Wow, that's amazing. How? How the fuck are you doing doing that, that? dickhead? (laughs) Have they not heard of the- That's a big thing to stand on. Have they not heard of the new monkey virus or whatever it's called? Monkeypox. Monkeypox. That's the new one. Well- and that's in their warehouse. That's an animal. <laughs> it is. It's specifically a pandemic regarding animals. And I would have thought, even if you don't get them in power, you'd offer a couple of words of, you know, I know we didn't win the election, but if you want to stop monkeypox, yep. don't fuck the monkey. Oh, actually said on our Facebook page today, sloth pox. That's what I want next. <laughs> Something slow moving. Something that's slow moving. And also it means you, can just, you get sick and your expectation – just lie on the fucking couch <laughs> and do nothing. Exactly. That's it. Fucking give I want all the sloth pox. Yeah, just fucking give it to me. For a week, I can't move faster than a yep. metre a minute. I don't want monkey pox. It means no. I'll sit on the couch and I'll just fucking scratch my underarms all day. Throw I don't on, want to fucking do everywhere. that. everywhere. Yeah, throw on poo and fucking <laughs> eating bananas. Don't want to do it. No. Fucking sloth pox, eh? It's a win. That'd be awesome. I have some good news for you, though. Oh, tell me. So you know how you missed out on your democratic sausage? Oh, I know. To the point where I'm going to start a party next year. The Guaranteed Election Sausage Party. Once again, could also get taken a different way, but that just means I've got extra votes. One never. Um, I, I double sausage for you. Oh, did you? Yes, because me and my beautiful children um, manned the sausage booth at the Turner's Beach polling station. I nearly. Made the drive. I nearly went, you know what, fuck it. Fuck you. I'm, I'm going off to Turner's Beach. Because you told me you were going to be manning the station. Correct. We manned the station. Uh, two kids, two hours. So that's, mm-hmm. I thought, was a reasonable time con- uh, contribution. Uh, not only did we do sausages, Mr. Barnes, we had cakes and biscuits as well. Homemade shit. Jeff Lamington's? Mm, that no. would have just ticked all the boxes. No, we did have fruit loaf and they went like hotcakes. Kiss biscuits? Yes. Oh, nice. Raspberry kisses. I tell you what, they've got to have enough jam though, and not be oh, too dry. These were overloaded. So you still got to, you want to be able to bite in it without the whole thing crumbling everywhere. Oh, that's just a nightmare. They got to be soft but firm, <laughs> and enough jam to make sure you can taste the jam, just like breasts. God, I mean, soft get, but firm, but with enough jam. <laughs> people get kiss biscuits so wrong. They do, <laughs> and it's not fucking hard. Um, no, we we manned it, and because we were volleys. We were entitled to- What do you mean volleys? Volunteers. Okay, right. Because it's a volunteer organisation. Yep. And this, all the money that was raised by the Turners Beach Cub Scouts went back into the Turners Beach Cub Scouts. Mm-hmm. So it's to pay for, you know, woggles and whatever you like. Yep. Um, <laughs> love, a, love a good woggle buddy campaign. Yeah. What do we want? Woggles. When do we want them? When we need them to tie up our scarves. <laughs> Everyone's like, what's a woggle? doesn't matter. Just go and fucking vote. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we were there and we got our free sausage. Mm-hmm. And then as we were leaving, you know, we got there at nine, so we had a breakfast sausage. <laughs> and then as we were leaving, which was just a bit after 11, we had a pre-lunch sausage. Elevensies, oh. like we're bloody Oof. hobbits. I would have done. But the K 
Cub Scouts leader made a genius move. They needed they had a, they had a few Cubs manning on Scouts manning the the, the cooking station. It wasn't mm-hmm. overly busy, if I'm perfectly honest. Could have been done by maybe two people, but we had four or five from there. And so she said, "Look, Jake, how about you go up to the line and start spruiking?" Okay. Now my son's as cute as all get out, and he's like, "What do I say, Dad?" I said, "Mate, offer him free bread." Free serviettes. Free bread. Free sauce. All they have to do is buy a sausage. I said Uber free delivery to anyone in line. That's a great thing, though. Yeah. If you buy a sausage, you'll get free bread and yes. free sauce. And a free napkin. What Plus, a deal. free delivery to anyone standing in line. That's incredible. Yep. So he got a couple there. And then we did – look, him and I work well as a team. <laughs> We're like Abbott and Costello. Okay, I don't see that, but yeah, okay, we'll Fair go enough. with it. Yep. So he was standing at the top of the stairs, I was standing at the bottom of the stairs, and I said, hey, Jake, yes, Dad, <laughs> have you had any of those sausages? And he goes, you mean the delicious sausages? <laughs> oh, wow. And I said, they're the ones. I said, how good are they? Oh, Dad, they're the best sausages I've ever had, which got, you know, the appropriate amount of laughter from the line. I said, what's so good about him? He goes, I'll deliver him free, Dad. <laughs> How scripted was oh, this wonderful segment. It was beautiful. It was perfect. <laughs> but he was really engaging and, you know, flipped a couple of sausages. Great for his confidence, though. Yeah, it was perfect. And he actually engages with people quite well yeah, that he doesn't that. know. He just goes up and has a chat, talk to a yep. couple of people about rocks, and so yeah, he was all exactly. in. Why have you got free hugs written on your van, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we also had, not only did we have the Turner's Beach Cub Scouts doing their sausages, cakes, and biscuits, we had a crepe fan as well. Oh, you need to calm down. <laughs> yep, it was all on. It was a veritable smorgasbord. It was like food truck. started fan. this conversation. It was gorgeous. All Sounds we needed. It, yeah. And I think the crepes guy was doing uh, hot chocolates and coffees as well. Fuck me, I couldn't get one sausage. No, not one. Incredible. I think you're going to the wrong part of town, mate. That's your problem. Well, last, actually, no, it wasn't last... Election. Hang on, which school are we hanging out to drive for your lack of sausages? Montello. <sighs> Montello, be better. Last election be that we had. fucking better. I, actually, I thought, I rode my bike there. I thought, I'll ride the bike because it's not that far away. Mm. Um, it was a nice day. I thought, that'll be a nice reward and I'll get my sausage when I get there. All the rest of it. Perfect. Blah, blah. They had sausages then. It would have been fine. Great. And that, I mean, and that was fine. But this time around, if I'd ridden the bike. And you had got there with got there no, no sausages. sausages would have been so disappointed. You would have thrown down, wouldn't you? Probably. <laughs> You've thrown the bike at someone official. <laughs> <laughs> you would have done an Amber Heard on him. <laughs> uh, oh, poor old Amber Heard. Oh, i tell you what, that's about to wrap up soon. Oh, thank God for that. Has that not been the oh. television series of the year? I just, all I kept watching is clips of, um, of her lawyer screwing everything up. And, and not Depp doing just a great laughing. job. <laughs> not doing a great job. Apparently, was asking Johnny Depp questions, which he then objected to, and the judge is like, "You asked the question." But even I was watching something today. I don't know why I got on. I went down that rabbit hole because I was just lying in bed. Yep, feeling meh. And uh, and it was actually a lawyer. Meh, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a lawyer comment, like doing like a, a video commenting on what the lawyers were doing. Oh, a watch I love, along. I love the fact that uh, a lawyer is doing basically a. Yeah, a watch along. Yep. Um, and unpacking it. Wow. Trying to get fame out of this yep. monstrosity of a case. Sure. But anyway, but even he was saying that most of the time a lawyer will ask a question knowing the answer. 
But he kept asking these questions, and the answers coming back weren't what he expected. So then he just go to the next question. Oh, so, <laughs> so it might be a case of, you know, um, you know, um, it was like there was an expert witness or something. So yes. when you're in Depp's house, you you weren't there for the dinner party, were you? And she's like, um, yeah, I was. Yeah, actually, I was. I had the video. Okay, then. So and then going on another <laughs> question, it's like. What are you doing? Well, my understanding, if I, if Boston Legal, LA Law, and any other TV series has taught me anything, rule number one as a lawyer: never ask a question that you don't know the answer to. Oh, of course, you don't. Like that's the whole idea: you ask a question where the person squirms it, a little bit. It and leads says, you to where you want to be. Do I have to answer this? Yes, you do, and you have to answer truthfully. It was just hilarious. And so. then if they don't answer the way you're expecting, you go, "Ha ha! I can catch you in a lie." But um, now I will apologise to roadies. I will apologise, oh. uh, an official apology from one half of the South Road Boys. I did suggest, I think two weeks ago, we were talking at the, I don't know, the, the week 37 of the Herd Depp trial, <laughs> um, that the judge <laughs> had passed away. Oh, yeah, you did mention something about that. And that's incorrect. Oh, really? That is incorrect. The judge that passed away was the guy who was presiding over the Guy Sebastian. Oh, you were way off. I was way Well, famous people in court. True. And I really only knew three people who were famous in what, court, though. Guy Sebastian and Amber Heard. Before Depp. this uh, court case finishes with Depp and Heard, mm. if the judge passes away, you're like, an, you're like an oracle. I'm like a savant. <laughs> You, like wow, he called it. Yeah, early mm. inquiries will be made. <laughs> I mean, you won't get a Deadpool point for it because, quite frankly, we might think the fix is in. I'm surprised there hasn't, and there probably has been because I really don't follow it. But I'm surprised there hasn't been memes about like you know heard the deposition or something like like the, those two names. I mean, surely when it comes to courty stuff, there'd have to mm. be some jokes people have made. Heard but versus Depp. Haven't really kind of seen any because. <laughs> Don't really give a shit. No, no. Mind no. you, it, it's interesting, speaking of court and Guy Sebastian, are you aware that he is in court? Uh, yes, I am aware of that. I did say something about that as well. The The thing about being at home for a few days, not doing much and feeling meh. You can catch up with your court is dramas. you see a lot of shit. You do. Like you just scroll and something grabs your attention and you go, huh, didn't know that was happening. Yeah. Did you see the interesting one where, so Guy's in a legal dispute with his ex-manager, former manager mm. over money's owed. Yep. So I think Sebastian, Guy Sebastian's asking for some money back his I'm sure way. I it was something like 900 grand or... Something like 900,000. Just, just under a lazy mill. Under a lazy mill. But, you know, it's fucking Guy Sebastian. No, I don't think he was. No, <laughs> he no. might have been on the side, <laughs> on the down low. Um, anyway, so apparently, though, he submitted or... Sorry. For those who don't know, Guy Sebastian is uh, quite a famous singer. You're in Australia. First singer, first winner of Australian Idol. Mm, exactly. That's how he shot to fame. Yeah. Um, Which was probably about, what, 415 years ago? Years ago yeah, yeah, something like that. And it's probably one of the few people who win one of those, I mean, other than like a Kelly Clarkson and all that kind of stuff, but I'm not sure whether or not the winners of Australian Idol or an American Idol or X Factor now go on to that level of famedom. Mm. I think he was, he got the crest of the wave. Yeah, of Definitely. People were saying, well, you, do you really deserve that shot? And then they heard him sing and went, oh, actually, fuck, yeah. Con- he is a pretty talented you, dude. You really do say. deserve that shot because you've got some really good vocal pipes and you just happen to find a different way into this industry to become famous. And you know what? It, there are singers who were just playing in a pub somewhere and someone walks up and went, you're fucking brilliant. I'm, I'm going to give you a shot. 
Yeah. You know, and that's not really that much different. Anyway, the thing is, his legal team submitted documents to the court regarding conversations or emails or or text messages to and from the manager to support money's owed and whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, it appears that his legal team, because I'm not saying Guy did this himself, submitted a document where he was talking about um, potentially being a support act for Shane, uh, Shane Fillon? Fillon? I don't know the person, but I know what you're leading up to, so I read a bit about this. Basically, he was from Westlife. Um, and and in the document that they submitted, some words were omitted from how he described the audience. Mm-hmm. Now, the manager has supplied a document, which is perhaps an unedited version of the email, where apparently uh, Guy Sebastian refers to them as fat, older, feral women. <laughs> now, Guy is regretting those choice of words. Yeah. But it did seem... And once again, it's just fucking what I can read. And I've done no research, so just get off my dick. We love our research here at the South Road Boys. If we had a Daryl, this would be a lot better, (laughs) I can tell you that. Um, Someone said to him, you know, it's just full of, you know, older women or whatever, and it's the old broken hip crew, and he's then added on to that fat, older, feral women. So I think he's worried about it hurting his brand. Yeah. It's a tough thing being famous, isn't it? It is. I think the I think the thing that hurts him the most is not referring to them as fat, feral, old women. I think is that he supplied a doc or his team supplied a document where that was admitted deliberately. Mm. You know, if he had have just submitted the form, and that was what it was. Because he is known as the nice guy. Oh, in, isn't he in ever in the music industry? Absolutely. Uh, he um he loves Came his up through family. The church. He loves the fans. He loves his God. Yep. He does nothing wrong. No. This is Guy Sebastian. Guy Sebastian. He would never refer to people as fat and feral. No. Never. Mm, certainly not women. It must have been a – I reckon it's um, bloody uh, – what's the name? Predictive text. Yeah, that was probably what it was. Yeah. So not I reckon sure it was, what he was to be trying like to... um, maybe uh, friendly instead of feral. Yeah. Maybe that, that could have come out that way. And maybe instead of fat, he meant P-H-A-T, like – Gangster oh, yeah. style because he's, very he's cool. a man of the streets. He, yeah. he knows what's what. He knows yeah, what the kids are doing. And, fat and friendly women. Yeah. yeah. Like as in, you know, that's his delicious. Yeah. That's what he was talking about. Oh, poor guy. With the badonkadonks. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what the kids are saying these days. Badonkadonks. <laughs> Is that what they're doing? Yeah. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, they're here too. I'm, I'm, I'm down with it. Right. I know what's going on. I, I didn't know that's what they were saying at all, actually. Didn't you now? No, that, that surprises me just yes. a little bit. Anyway. You know, that's okay. I'm, I'm entitled to be surprised. I tell you what, I reckon you're going to be as surprised as um, as a lady that was planning her wedding. Have you, don't, I don't know whether women I, don't do that. Women don't do that. Was she fat and feral? <laughs> it doesn't say whether or not she was fat and feral, but she was planning her wedding uh, for about seven months. Dream wedding. Um, and unfortunately, she found out that when she was off to go and pick out the dress of her dreams for her princess wedding, right? She mentioned to her fiancé, I'm going out wedding dress shopping. He was a bit surprised because he wasn't even sure they were dating. <laughs> what? And certainly doesn't remember asking him to marry her. Righto. Yeah, give me more. Okay. Righto. <laughs> I mean, I know that men and women sometimes <laughs> have uh, a loss of communication in the middle. 
That does happen. Lost in translation, mate. Yeah, but that's a big one. Apparently his response was, why would I propose to a woman I'm not even dating? Right. So the woman had always thought of his proposal to be a bit of a spur-of-the-moment decision. Um, as he didn't have a ring and assumed it would just come later on, she explained. Uh, we all have matters. Uh, all that we have, all that matters is that we have each other. When mentioning to who, who she thought was her fiancé that she was going wedding dress shopping, um, after seven months of mm-hmm. wedding planning, the woman was... <laughs> Sorry, how long look. have they apparently been not dating for? Does it say that? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, apparently it was shocking to reveal to her he had no memory of proposing and perhaps that their relationship was very much a one-sided from the get-go. Um, uh, but the good thing is they were together. Sounds a bit rule number one. They, I think they were – it doesn't say how long they were actually dating for, unfortunately. It well, they must have known each other for a while. She'd been planning for seven months. Yeah, her her text. This is what she for what? I mean, reason, they would have surely they were at least pretend together a few months prior to that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. So she decided to put this on the socials, which is always a great place to put it. Here are her words. Okay, can I get some advice, ladies? Nine months ago, my what I thought was fiance asked me to marry him. He didn't have a ring, so I assumed it was spur of the moment decision. But I'm a chill woman, and I understand that the ring will come later. And all that matters is that we have each other. Ah, oh, it's a great attitude. I've been planning my wedding dream, wedding dream wedding now for seven months. I told him I was going dress shopping when he looked at me like I had five heads. Long story short, he claims he never proposed to me. He said, "Why would I propose to a woman I'm not even dating?" I'm thinking of tricking him into coming to our wedding just to see what, what? happens. Not sure what else I could do. Well, maybe work out whether or not he likes you enough to even go to a wedding with you. Okay, no, that's getting crazier now. Um, if that's her answer to the problem, yeah, I have a feeling she was the start of the problem because mm. that's a that's quite a strange scenario. Oh, isn't it? And here's some of the responses. This is always going to be was this good. on Reddit or something? Yeah, like that? Um, I think it might have been. Some Seems to be the place you go to ask weird questions. Reddit users, yeah, finding some <laughs> of the fault in the brides. Uh, she probably said something clever or cute, and the guy said, oh, will you marry me? Tongue in cheek. It's got to be like she grabbed him a snack while he was up, and he went, ugh, marry me, or something, and ran with it. <laughs> um, whilst other thoughts, there was more sinister reasons the mix-up could be a play. Everyone's talking about how bizarre the woman is, but no one's talking about how the dude might have been gaslighting her the whole time. Course, and yeah. then I'm 100% sure, I am I 100% believe this could happen because more than one boyfriend has asked me to marry him, either drunk or sociopath. If I were even a bit more naive, I could have seen myself taking it seriously. But yeah, some guys do do this. Not normal guys, but some guys. Before you go any further though, if you're in a relationship with someone- in a relationship. And, and you believe that they've asked you to marry them. Or that you're in a relationship with yeah. them. <laughs> and you're planning that wedding. For seven surely months. Surely over that period of seven months, you're having some kind of a discussion with that person. Like Picking you're mentioning date. something. Yeah, exactly. Like when are we going to get married? Yeah. What's like, the you date? You think it would have come up. Yeah. You, are you a church uh, wedder or are we going to get a civil servant? Yeah. And that's a chance when you can go – Oh, Ooh. shit, I think this might have been taken the wrong way. Or I don't know. What are you doing in doing my house? That. Or, yeah, <laughs> who are you? Yes. <laughs> you're 
the male lady. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I just, yeah. Look. Just because you deliver me Uber Eats twice a week doesn't mean that we're dating. I just think the conversation would have come up in the seven months prior to I'm going wedding dress shopping. And I think that's, that's only my thoughts. Look, my theory is if he kind of went, uh, I want to take that back, well, then maybe he's a bit of a dick. True. But if his but responses Baxies are available, Baxies are always available. But if he's like, I'm not even dating you, maybe that relationship is definitely not what you thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to find out the rest of that story, but it doesn't give us any. See what I'm looking forward to the pretend honeymoon to see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> But I can't believe one of her thoughts is, I'll just invite him and see what happens. Yeah, look, that's a, that's the a thing that worries me. Because that's, that's only that going to end badly. Go, like, how much on the crazy level are you from one to ten? But if he's spending enough time with her and would go to a wedding with her, then maybe they are dating. I'd but still maybe not tell be exclusive. someone if it was their wedding. Yeah, <laughs> just... but surprise, <laughs> this is our wedding. Yeah, that's... I mean, how are you going to invite all the family and everything along and expect they're not going to say, you're getting married? So I invite you, like I get invited by a woman, my wife, to a wedding yep. and we rock up. Do you reckon she's, you know, hit you up on Facebook? Troy, will you be Joe's best man? <laughs> like, or do you reckon she'd leave that to the me to decide? <laughs> or she knows I'm a bit unorganised. <laughs> So, well, maybe that's it. Maybe you are just a typically unorganised man. And she's, she's like, you know what, I'll sort it all out. Yep. It's yeah. your brother Gary. He seems so blase, he won't even care. Exactly. It's his brother Gary, that's going to be his best of man. Of course, that's who he pick. Unfortunately, he doesn't have a brother, let alone one called Gary. That's all right. He's an orphan. <laughs> but we'll bring Gary along yeah. for a wedding that he also doesn't know about. He doesn't even know like, me. <laughs> it's just Gary off Facebook. Oh, it's going to be the best wedding ever. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's doing it for a fiver. <laughs> He's a fiver best mate. Fiver best mate. Yeah. We'll oh. attend wedding and be best man for five bucks. Yep, for five bucks. That's and awesome. lunch. Oh, if you're going to do lunch, it's probably six fifty. Yeah, personally. Yeah, but that's okay. You don't mind paying the extra. Exactly. <laughs> Worth it. What's been going on in your world, man, other than not oh. having sausages? Mate, it's been a couple of things. Mm. Um, I had a tragedy happen on the weekend. Tragedy. When the villain's gone and you can't go on, it's tragedy. Or sung. Um <laughs> Same day, said no one ever, of the 2022 sausage catastrophe. Yes, oh, catastrophe. Mm. Same day, sausage gate, sausage gate. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, following sausage gate, yes, whilst I was out and about, I thought, okay, I'll go to the supermarket, get the couple of things I need, man about town, and then go via the acting shop, which is nearby, just get some. Bag of chips, something for lunch, come back home, and I'm done. My day's finished. Didn't think about swinging past a deli, picking yourself up a, a sausage just to no, cook it home? Uh, but mm. I did go to the deli. Yes. Because it wasn't about wasn't about wanting a sausage. It was about having- It was about wanting the democratic sausage. Yeah. They're two different sausages. It's just, they taste different. They just- Especially when do. someone else cooks it. Yep. It's, it's been on there for an hour and a half. It's got the onions. Mm. It's perfect. Yes. So, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to get a few things. So I did go up to the deli and thought, oh, you know, for for dinner that night, I might cook myself a couple of hamburgers. So I'll make Perfect. sure I've got a couple of buns, a couple of hamburgers. I've yep. um, uh, got a few eggs at home. That's okay. Great. Uh, and I'll go and get a few bits of shortcut bacon and put in there. That'll be great. Yum. So go to the deli. Yep. While I'm at the deli, I thought, you know what? would actually be good just to munch on um, a sticky cabana. Perfect. And not the red cabana, but you know like the dried cabana. There's a, 
another version of it. It's not like the bright red one, like a, like the like the little boys. It's just longer. Yeah, it's more like a brownie color. Are you talking the like little sticks? No, 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 no. It's still the full length. No, I, oh, it's not vaguely. called Gabbana. It's called it's the same sort of thing, but it's just slightly different. It's a cured. It's a little bit tastier. Sure. Anyway, it's the so, fancy pants Gabbana. Yeah, in a way. Down at the Copa, Copa but, Cabana. Uh, what, what they always do, which I find really bizarre, I've break never it. quite understood it, and I, I joke about it, they'll always say, do you mind if I break it? Yes. Every fucking time. It's like they need consent to break a sticky cabana well, they should. for you. You should always get consent. Why? Why should you get consent to, to, to break a sticky cabana, Joe? Give me, give me the logical reason why that should happen. I'll, I need to know. Imagine if you've got a 60-centimeter bun. And you're going to heat that cabana up and you want to do a presentation MasterChef style. It's not going to look fucking good with the big break in the middle of it, is there? Is that why? Is that the reasoning for it, is it? Why not? You, and you've no or, people to do this? Or what happens if you're trying to divvy it up between five people <laughs> and they put a break in it at the wrong fucking spot? Then you can't equally <laughs> cut that up without someone going, mine's got an extra cut in it. <laughs> You obviously don't have kids don't because I'm telling you, they will throw down over that shit. Don't normal people just slice it up in a little bit so and put it on a, a serving tray with biscuits and bits and pieces. And What happens if you just cabana in your hand? Well, that's how I eat it. Of course you do. You're an animal. Abs- yeah, I am. I'm an absolute <laughs> animal. You're a beast of a man. But anyway, so this is where the travesty Well, now you can double handle it. Wow, that's... Um, <laughs> that's way more than what I needed to see visually. Yeah, I know. Here's where the travesty begins. It yes. started with the catastrophe of the sausage. Yes. I think it goes to the travesty of the cabana. Of course. Bix broke it without even asking me. Hang on. Point of order, Your Honour. Yep. When they normally ask you, what is your response? Yeah, sure. Why do you even ask? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the point, though. No. Because she didn't know that I was the person that says. It was okay with it. Don't know why you even ask. Just break it. Yeah, yeah. I could have been the person that needed to divvy it between five people. Correct. So children. I'm, so I'm there. Got my command. Got my shortcut bacon. Got that back. Yes. Get the. I think oh, I'll have sticky banana too. Thanks. Just picks it up. Broke it without asking. And I, I tell In you your what. Face. I I basically stepped back from the counter. Put my <gasps> my hand on my mouth Did and you gasped. Your pearls? I gasped. <laughs> I couldn't Audibly. believe the audacity of the audacity her. of this person the behind the, the counter. Guile. The, just the, I'm trying to come up with something. Cavalier attitude. Brian went deli, but I can't come up with it. Belly? Um, went deli up. That's what it did. <laughs> it went deli up. <laughs> Not deli. <laughs> anyway, I'll be very interested to know if this is something that's going towards that, that strain now. That yeah. people are now just breaking in without even asking. I wonder if the tide has turned in the deli market of Woolworths in Australia. But maybe she sold 15 sticks of cabana all day and everyone, she's asked, do you mind if I break it? And they go, no, it's fine. And so she's like, well, no one gives a shit. Like I've yet <laughs> to have one person go, actually, good lady, I prefer you do not. Like she's never had in – she's been manning a deli for the last 37 years. She's been working at, <laughs> she's been working at the IGA. That's what she does. And not one person in that time – At all. At all not has once. ever said – Actually, please don't. I'd, I'd rather keep it whole. <laughs> and so she's just gone, why do I even ask? Why do I even bother? Because every now and then there might be that complete cabana man that comes along. But she has history that says no one that doesn't. Mm. You're an anomaly. 
I'll tell you what. You're a rogue cabanerator. First time I've been called an anomaly. That's true. Yeah. Never been called a rogue cabanerator, though. No. So, okay, after you audibly gasped. Actually, that is a headline on the newspaper. (laughs) Rogue cabanerator. Travesty. Loose on the streets. (laughs) Hide your cabana, ladies. Um, so when you audibly gasped and clutched your pearls and stepped back, what was her reaction? Oh, nothing. Didn't get anything. Blanked. Yep. Just handed over. Anything else? I'm like, no. <laughs> so you took it anyway? Yeah, and I, and I took it and put it in my basket and just stepped back from the war zone. And oh. then she just carried on as though I was no one. Wow. Couldn't believe it. Unbelievable. I just, I've, I've never been treated so uncabana-like in my entire <laughs> life. Did you call the uh, the Cabana Workers Union? No, I didn't. But I tell you what, there's another party we could start. The Cabana Workers Union, the full Cabana. What party. do we want? Full Cabanas. When do we want them? <laughs> Whenever we want them, we will not be broken. <laughs> we, we will not make snap decisions if we're elected. <laughs> we will get to the meat of the problem. One Cabana, one person. One Cabana, one person. <laughs> We will make sure that we divvy up one piece of cabana with one biscuit. Oh, actually, fucking, I have a legitimate. I'm a- sorry, are you saying that my issue wasn't legitimate? No, no, I have a legitimate reason why you would want right. to keep your cabana whole as opposed to my- I thought you were pulling down my no, moment. No, 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 your outrage is justified. Thank you. Outrage is justified. I was justified. already disappointed by the sausage. Okay. To go to the automatic breaking of the cabana was just like the last thread. Okay, so- the cabana is by its – fuck, I tell you what, roadies are loving this shit, aren't they? <laughs> the cabana by itself <laughs> is sealed. It's sealed in its own red skin, mm-hmm. that beautiful, pristine red skin that appears everywhere in nature. <laughs> if you break it, then you've got two bits. They're going to be exposed and oxidised and props go a bit crusty. A bit before crusty, you, you reckon? Before you're ready to eat it. So if you're not ready to consume said cabana today – Maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe it's the day after. Maybe it's three weeks from now. You're going to have two crusty bits where she's broken it. You could die from that. <laughs> she's basically just set you up to fail. Mate. I would love to know how many people have died <laughs> for eating broken cabana in this country in the last decade. In any country. <laughs> um, so here's a, here's a solution for the problem. And I don't understand also, if this happens all the time, mm. why they haven't done this? Why don't they just make them fucking smaller? Why do they all make? Why don't they have like long ones for the? And they carry one or two of those for the oh, people that want the long cabana, the party cabana, and the rest are just a smaller cabana. Because then you'll buy the smaller one. They want you to buy the bigger one and spend more money. It's just. Do you not understand capitalism? Oh, it's a fucking cabana conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot! I'm not happy, Joe Mather. I can tell, but I'm it's just not. Of all the things to get worked up about, that's probably one of the least. Is it though? I'd be more concerned. Is it? I'd be up in arms more over the sausage not being available than a broken cabana. Speaking of the sausage, yeah. do you know the bookmakers <laughs> have already got Albanese in as fucking leading the race for the 2025 election? That What's, shows how fucking stupid we are as a population. He's only had the job for yeah. two days. What's the news article over the weekend? On Sunday? Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, it was Sunday. Question, Your Honour. He was leading the race already in the bookmakers to win the 2025 election. It's like, fucking seriously, are you people all mental? How like, the, how's it even relevant? But the Liberal Party, I don't believe, have chosen a new leader yet, I have know. they? It's, I it's, mean, not saying that 
one of the other parties couldn't possibly well, okay, get up. You it might, probably wasn't Albanese in himself. It was probably more Labor. The Labor Party, yeah. But, but I mean, But there's nothing people. to say that the bloody Cabana Club Party, Cabana Club. or the, the Sausage Gate Party, or the, whatever we're calling it. The Guaranteed Sausage Party. The Guaranteed Sausage Party. There's so nothing, gay. <laughs> there is nothing saying that the Guaranteed Sausage Party could not form a government, right? Mm-hmm. They haven't come out with their 2025 nominee. True. How do they know it won't be? I mean, it might be the Sausage Party guaranteed fucking landslide. The biggest upset in election history ever. Could be phenomenal. I reckon, one, if you pitch it a lot at the Mardi Gras, you'll get a lot of votes there. Yep. They might be disappointed once we work out what we stand for down the track. But you know what? If you're not reading the fine details, not my problem. We guarantee no COVID. (laughs) (laughs) And imagine this. At 200 and I think the number was 37, Bunnings is around Australia. You've got a marketing campaign all loaded, ready to go. That's where we'll have our polling booth. Every polling booth. (laughs) Absolutely. Bunnings. No, but that's you've got three years of constantly marking people. And the best you, thing is- Fucking, the, you love your sausage, vote for us. And the Cabana Club, they're giving us preferences. Perfect. So, I mean, <laughs> set. You, so, if you don't win outright, you can form government with the Cabana Club. But I did like It's like just useless shit that they do articles about. Mind you, that really does say that Australians will bet on anything. Oh, they will. I mean, betting on an election yeah. three years ahead- just after you finish the first one. So, like, I did – I don't comment on social media pages very often because I just look at them and you go, oh, I want to say something, and then you just step back, step back from the phone, try, I guess, you know, what's not worth – Sometimes that's a, the wisest thing to do. But on one of the pages recently – so, I love my nerdy stuff, mm. and they write about anything, of anything for do. an article. Yep. The big thing now was the new Thor movie, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm certain is going to be a shitload of fun. Yeah, love, love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Yep, yep. Um, is apparently going to be one of the shortest Marvel films yet. Okay. And that headline started off with breaking news: <laughs> new Thor movie to be one of the shortest running. I have one of the shortest Marvel running times yet. So not the shortest, one of the. I was in the bottom three, apparently, or top three, depending on how you look at it. Sure. The three shortest running movies oh. in Marvel. And I, had, I put a comment on I couldn't help it. And it got quite a few likes, actually. <laughs> which was just a, an FFS, which is for fuck's sake. Yes. Are we at such a point when we have an entire article debating the running time of a film that hasn't even been released yet? Why would the comment not be sizes and everything? <laughs> Not everyone's concerned with length. Girth but, is also important, you know. But isn't it ridiculous <laughs> the shit that we would do for articles now? Oh, Between um, we've got someone who's won an election, so of course yes. they would be favourites from a bookmaker's eyes to win the next one. Correct, because they um, haven't got an opposition yeah, yet. To how long a movie will run for. Why not? I, Fuck. It- well, it Isn't just, it great that there's no war in Ukraine anymore? I love the fact that COVID. that's not happening. There's no COVID. All you've got is Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, and, and Monkeypox. And Monkeypox. <laughs> oh, good old Monkey. But it, I suppose the problem being is that you've Which got- Which isn't new either, by the way. It's been around no. since the 70s. Yeah, well- It's not a new breaking, thing. Breaking news, but breaking that, news. just that the media love to grab things and go, you know what, everyone's a bit fearful, so if we mix in something new- I'll grab hold of this and we'll get some likes and we'll get some follows and shares. Well, and I think the problem is, that, is that, the, that back in the day, and when I say that, the 90s, <laughs> the news media wasn't 24-7 available on a thousand different platforms. 
You had your newspaper, you had your telly, and that was it. Radio. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. You had your three main media drives. Mm. That was it. You didn't have TikTok, Facebook, and 400 different news channels on YouTube and podcasts and all that kind of stuff. They MySpace all just, was coming, though. Fucking MySpace when, was, when was on. When did MySpace kick 94? in? Would have been close. Would have been mid-90s, I yeah, think. Yeah, something like that. I used to love Tom from MySpace. He was my, <laughs> my <friend>. first friend. <laughs> my face bomb. Oh, dearie me. Now, what else is going on other than not getting Cabana and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> uh, there was a couple of articles that actually caught my eye. Mm. Uh, one was a little bit fishy and one was a bit of sci-fi. What order would you like those in, Joe? Uh, fishy. Give me fishy. Fishy. Yeah. Righto. Um, are you aware... Of a movie? Yes. <laughs> I'm aware of many movies. Would, I'm trying to think how many years ago it would be now. It would probably be, shit, nearly 50 years ago now. Oh, shit. I reckon. Would it be probably that me. long ago? 70s? Yeah. Um, A, a shark movie. <laughs> there was a shark movie that um, came out. Um. I don't know if you remember. Um, 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 I think <laughs> oh, I can well remember played. one. <laughs> well played. Uh, so Jaws. Yes. Because that would have been maybe 71 or something. That was oh, early 70s. I think 70s. it was a bit later than that. Was it? Well, Star Wars was 77. 77? I, I thought it was pre-Star Wars. South Road Boys with the research. I think it's in the latter it might half be of the 75 or something. So anyway. So a bit, still, it's a fucking long time ago. Correct. But anyway- in that movie, mm. there were a couple of kids that played a prank and yes. had a dorsal fin and they were just swimming around. Yes. I'm just like knocking my mic around. Yes. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Uh, and uh, just to try and scare people and all that kind of thing. Shenanigans, And you're really. looking at the thing and all the sharks back and the doo-doo-doo started. There's and a bloke with a cello on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly the boys kind of pop up and it's like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Gotcha. Get him out of the water. Or shoot him. Yeah, or shoot him, yeah. <laughs> So one of those guys, or mm. boys at the time, by the way, yes. uh, Johnny Searle. Johnny Searle, who would be in his 50s now. He would be, well, he'd have to be probably over that. Yeah, at least. Um, he'd probably be in his 60s. Close to it. Maybe, I don't know. Um, Johnny Searle. Johnny Searle is now um, the police chief in that same town that the movie was filmed of Jaws. Get out of it. So the movie was about a police chief. Yes. Shutting the beaches down to save people from the big sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were the boys in the water with the dorsal fin fucking around. That was his only acting credit. So and he, he is now police chief at the same place. So he, he, he had one acting gig. Yep. And went, no, that's not really for me. And his parents said, go to school and study. And he goes, oh, you know what? I'm going to be a copper. And they went, no worries. And so where was it? <sighs> Amity? No. Yes, you're right. Yeah. I think it's Amity Beach. Amity Beach? Not Amityville. Not that's Amity a, Horror. That's Amity, a, Amityville that's Horror. That's a different thing altogether. Yeah. Oh, that's – to pull the name out of that's going to be uh, – He's 56. There you go. Yeah. So he must have only been – she's very young. 10? If it was 76 or something? I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Um, that's – um. It's pretty funny. And then he's just going to be a copper and that's yeah. where he's got stationed. I think it's great. Yeah, just, so, <laughs> It's just bizarre. I mean, the genius move would be if they decide to do another Jaws. I don't know what star him in it. Just put, <laughs> just put him in it. 
I just love the fact that he says, uh, once he got the position, said, uh, I'm clearly elated and I'm humbled and honoured to have been offered the position. It's something I've been working toward my whole career. Of course. Was it? Because, Was it? like, right at the start, you're you're an acting kid with a dorsal fin. No, but his whole career is a cop. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> come on. But if you go way back, I mean, yeah. maybe that was the thing. He was in that movie about mm. a police chief in the air and he went, you know what? I don't want to be the boy with the fake fin. I want to be the copper. I want to be the copper. Fucking yeah. Yeah, trying to not let his kids be eaten. <laughs> so, I guess so. that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, funny little um, turn around of the books. And also the fact that I love that movie. It's it is just, good. Like, yes, the shark's a bit hokey, but fuck, it's still a good film. But Bruce was cutting edge for his time. I mean, they, oh, had, for them. they had three sharks and yep. so much of it was done in pools and all that kind of stuff. Well, like All the new stuff they do now with all the digi sharks, yeah, still not as good as what that was. No. Because I it mean, wasn't about- <laughs> Yeah. It wasn't about seeing the shark. That's what the people don't understand. There's not a lot of shark in it. No. Because it was really time expensive and it looked a little bit hokey. So yeah. it was all about the Antissa- Patient. Yeah. Mm, exactly. So there's that. That's the fishy. That's the fishy. Right. Uh, we have the sci-fi. I love sci-fi. The sci-fi is sad. Uh-huh. Have, we got any, have we got any sad music? <laughs> that was it's good. About as sad as I get, mate. Uh, so, a uh, man by the name and of- And I guess that's why they call it the boots. See, I don't find that's that sad. Don't you? No. It's a nice song. That's why I call it the blues. True. Anyway. Colin Cantwell. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, or it could be Cantwell. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. Colin. <laughs> we'll call him Carl. Carl. Um, passed away, age of 90. Oh, Carl. This week. Had a pretty good run. Fucking good innings, though. Uh, do you know why Colin was famous? <sighs> was he a member of Bross? No. No, he was not a member of Bross. <laughs> Boys when, own. Will I, will I be famous? <laughs> I can't help you. Uh, Colin, can you give me a Colin. smidge more detail on how I can discover how? Was he in the pictures? Uh, he was involved with film. Oh, so he was more of a special effects kind of guy. He was. He was, was not he a, an actory guy. Was he a guy Have who you? worked on models for Star Wars? Yes, he was. Okay, yes. Did you see this in the news recently? I did not. Yeah. I'm just trying to think, why would someone be famous for not being in movies? Oh, really? Did you just pulled that out of nowhere. Yeah, and you said sci-fi. What the actual fuck? Well, what else would be more sci-fi relevant True, but than I, a 90-year-old? What I found really interesting, though, was that we mentioned Jaws and you brought Star Wars up. In that. <laughs> Pretty like, much most conversations like, I have swing around to Star Wars eventually. Yeah, it's actually a good point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this old mate was actually the designer behind um, a lot of the main ships. So oh, um, a model the TIE Fighter, the Death Star, the X-Wings, the Star Destroyer, and heaps yep. of others. He designed the, um, what's the word? The, um, the models? Not the models, the concept art. Oh, okay, yeah, For yeah, basically yeah. what that would look like. Wow. So he was involved in all that. So he actually passed away um, just recently. So he was the one who was responsible for just that that battle cruiser going in at the start of A New Hope. Yeah. Where he just- That was it. Fucking glorious. The Death Star, one of the most evil- Which one? Well, <laughs> they're all kind of the same, really. They really These are. bigger versions of each other. Exactly. Or, or a various stages of build. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like- <laughs> But essentially the same thing. But um, 
Yeah, you did all of it. Well, not all of it. But so he was the it. one responsible for the ventilation shaft. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't you know fucking he, idiot. I don't know if he mapped the whole interior out okay. or whether he was more just the, hey, dude, this is how it's going to look. Oh, he wasn't. Like, let's put some. I haven't let's worked put a out. Chaise, let's put a chaise lounge yeah. there. Some throw rugs. I haven't worked out the decor or the infrastructure. Yep. You guys worked that shit out. But you know out what? The color palette. Now, nah, so, dude, that like that's what. Yeah, it's a ball. Yeah. Like it's, but isn't it just like a planet? It's a fucking Death Star, right? Exactly. Just, look, there's a dish on it. Yes. It's not just a planet. There's people in it. It's like kind of like a planet. Like people are on the planet. No. They're fucking in it. In it. Not on the fucking. It's not. Fuck. It's a fucking you're, Death Star. You're in the world, not on the world. Yeah, fucking work it out. And they're going, okay, look, Cole, fucking calm down. Fucking calm down, Cole. Right. That's what they called him throughout his whole career. Calm down, Cole. Because yeah. he had a temper. What else you got? We've got an X Wing. So not the current wing. Fuck fucking- me. <laughs> <laughs> What's the shape? A fucking X. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else, Carl? Oh, we've got a TIE fighter. What, they've drawn or something? That's a fuck, mate. <laughs> Look. You wear it around your neck, do yep. you, Carl? So, no, yeah, not that sort of wear it tie. with a suit. Fucking hell. Bloody hell. Fucking poor Carl. <laughs> poor, that's why he's dead. Yeah. Just years of frustration yeah. of having to explain And then we've got, um, so have you got anything else, Carl? <laughs> okay, fuck, we've got the big one. What's the big one? Oh, it's a Star Destroyer. But isn't that what the Death State does? Oh, for oh, fuck's fuck sake, go away. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking pointy. It's more like a wedge. Isn't wedge the guy that actually flies in one of the- oh, oh, fuck. I'm sick of this fucking Star Wars gig. I'm going to work on fucking Space Odyssey. You all fuck off. <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> make a new shark. <laughs> so, Cole. Poor Cole. Cole passed away. But- you glorious bastard. Actually, 90, did I? But he did actually work on Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yes. He did work on Space Odyssey. He worked on, do you remember um, War Games came out in the 80s? Oh, no. I do, remember, I do remember, but I can't remember the. I think oh, it was a case of, I think there was a kid on his computer at home and somehow linked in to like the whole. Oh, kind I do of, remember that. Yeah. Um, where he was actually. Fighting I can't, remember, and I can't it was, remember what it was called. It was kind of in the whole like nuclear codes and all that kind of, of bullshit. Course, yep. But there was a name for what that computer system, whatever was called, or defense back Atari? then. Atari? <laughs> no, not the computer. <laughs> Atari. <laughs> <laughs> I've done well not to cough so far. Atari. I got an Atari story. Have you? Do you well, let's it? fly into that because that was the end that I have with um, <laughs> Cole. But um, can I just say though, um, thanks, Colin, because those designs and we just—I mean, they're still part of my life now. Absolutely, and I mean, how iconic fills me with joy. <laughs> it's just amazing. So and he's th- still, even to this day, when he, not long after he passed, he I'm not, still, not, still not, drawing sorry, balls. Not long before <laughs> he passed, <laughs> um, <laughs> drawing after he passed. <laughs> like, but he still looked like drawing a, from the grave. He looked just like a cool dude. Yeah, looked like the kind of guy that if you went to say a comic con or a supernova, yes, after you walk, he explained you'd walk who he up was. and he'd still be a guy you'd sit down and have a conversation with, and he'd probably just sit there like a Whole new a balls. teenager. Yep, just thinking, how amazing is this guy? Yeah, this guy created um, so much of what I loved as a child and still do now. Yeah, absolutely. And it's all because of you and your what was in your fucking head that you just drew out and went, "Fuck, that looks amazing." Let's but make it in a movie and let's make- fucking shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever hear about the Atari video game mass burial? Mass burial? Mass burial. So basically there was a mass burial of video game cartridges. makes me sad already. Consoles and computers in a New Mexico landfill site undertaken by um, Atari in 1983. Why? 
Well, because they just was this before they realised they were still going to have a a huge following. They hadn't become cult status yet. And when did all... Atari kick in then? Oh, fuck if I know. I thought that would have been around that time. No, before then, I think. Um, but the thing is, they had um, the biggest video game failure ever was in 1982, which was E.T., basically based oh, on... Oh, that extra. was a shit game. Well, it... <laughs> that was terrible. so there were so many unsold copies. And what are you going to do with it? They're just fucking landfill. Landfill. And all these cartridges, all these gaming consoles, whatever. And it was all the worst ones. Atari 2600 port of Pac-Man, which was hated, but basically has become commercially successful. Now... What happened was there was an urban legend about this burial and they were like, Atari buried all this shit. And people were like, hang on, it's now fucking cool. Oh, so this is going to be like the pyramids. We need National to find treasure. the burial ground it's, and we need to dig in and bring yeah, it back. It's basically Nicolas Cage in National Treasure. <laughs> He's basically going around. So what happened was um, Atari being purchased by Warner in 1976 – for $28 million, and it's seen its net worth grow by $2 billion in 1982, right? By this time, the company accounted for 80% of the video game market and was responsible for half of the company's parent revenues, earning 65 to 70% of their operating costs. Um, and then, all of a sudden, um, as a result of thousands of shares, Warner um, lost half of before going, hang on, let me start again. In addition to Atari's <laughs> CEO, Ray Kayser, was later investigated for possible insider trading and charges resulting oh. of selling some 5,000 shares in Warner less than half an hour before reporting Atari's lower than expected earnings. does sound a little bit sus, doesn't it? It does. Kayser <laughs> was later cleared of any wrongdoing, although was forced to resign his position following that in July. Atari Inc. would go on to lose $536 million Jeez. in 1983 and was sold off by Warner the following year. Um, and then they had a whole lot of... Um, coin operator machines, and they had a whole lot of other games that just weren't there. So then in September 1983, um, the Daily Newspaper in New Mexico reported a series of articles between 10 and 20 that semi that between 10 and 20 semi-trailer loads of Atari boxes, Fuck, cartridges, and storehouse were crushed and buried in landfill within the city. And it was a terrorist. Oh, so they first. weren't just dumped, they were crushed. Well, allegedly, right? Right. Allegedly. I allegedly. Um, and then people were watching in 1983, new service UPI reported that people watching the operations included cassettes of the popular games E.T., Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, and all that kind of stuff. Um, 1983, again, New York Times reported the post and dumping of New Mexico and all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden it just sort of faded into – Urban legend. Mm-hmm. Into know, obscurity. Into obscurity. The legacy of the burial has led to the references. The legacy of <laughs> Well, has, has been re- referenced in pop culture. The music video song, When I Wake Up by Wintergreen, uh, depicts the band travelling to the landfill site and proceeding to dig up the abandoned cartridges. Um, I thought that was the proclaimers. When I wake up. <laughs> the novel uh, Lucky Wanderer Boy um, by... D.B. West features a scene which takes place outside the Almageddon 
in which two of the characters discuss parking lot which has been built over the side of the burial. And the 2014 film Angry Video Game Nerd features the plot centred around the burial. The I episodes. don't think that was a big movie. No. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> On May 28, 2013, the uh, Almagado City Commission granted Fuel Industries, a Canadian entertainment company, six months access to the landfill to film a documentary, Atari Game Over, about the burial and to excavate the dump site. Xbox, so now I'm interested. Yeah, Xbox Entertainment Studios plan to air this documentary series as an exclusive to Xbox One and Xbox 360 in 2014, a part of a multi-part documentary series, all right? Um, and although the excavation was a monumentally stalled due to a complaint by the New Mexico Environmental Protection Division, Solid Waste Bureau, fuck, that's a big name, <laughs> citing potential hazards, the it's issues the were resolved and in early 2014 uh, were allowed to the excavation to happen. Excavation right. started on 26th of April 2014 as an open to the public event. E.T., the extraterrestrial designer, the, the people who designed it, um, everyone was fucking there as their local residents. Everyone was on board. Um, Surprised the creators of that game went stoned to death, to be honest. Yeah, correct. It was a shit show. Remnants of the E.T. and other Atari games were discovered in the early hours of the excavation as reported by Microsoft's Larry Hoob, a team of archaeologists. <laughs> archaeologists. Of course. Something was from the 80s. A they could have ar- at least called them Atariologists. E- exactly. Would have been better. A team of ar- Atariologists were presented to examine the document by the Atari Material Unearthed Excavation Machinery. name Indiana Jones. <laughs> Correct. Um, and only about 1,178 cartridges of the estimated 700,000 were removed from the burial as the remaining material were deeper than which was expected, which made more difficult to access, according to... Oh, um, so they weren't ruined. They just couldn't get yeah. to them. The burial was refilled the following event, and they basically said it was a one-time shot, never going to happen again. Uh, the new documentary, Atari Game Over, which features the site, was released in 2014. Right. On the but. recovered materials, a fraction has been given to the New Mexico Museum of Space History for display, and another hundred to the documentary producers uh, in Cambridge, England, also received some artifacts from the desert, which are permanently on display in Museum Gala. Um, Gayala, who is a person, believes that the remaining cartridges can be sold by the city of Almagado through the Museum and Space History. She hopes the sale of these games will help fund recognition of the burial site. <laughs> like it's a fucking ancient burial site to attract future tourists. Yes, let's go and see where we can't see where we can. <laughs> Atari games and pay our respects. Yeah, that's a great idea. The city of Armagado approved the auction of these games in September 14th to be sold through eBay. Uh, and on September 15th, over $107,000 has been raised through the sales wow. of about 880 unearthed cartridges with one ET copy selling for more than $1,500. Jesus Christ. About that 300 is... cartridges remain to be sold at a later date. That's nuts. One of the ET cartridges that have been dug up was taken by the, the Smithsonian Institute for its records, calling the cartridges both representative of the burial site, but also in terms of video games, how the cartridge represents the ongoing challenge of making good film to good video game adaption the decline of Atari and the end of an era for video game manufacturing and the game cartridge life cycle. So oh, there you I agree. Go. It is historic. There's no doubt about that. But 
I thought you were going to say there was some new news now. Like they've done no, something else. I only came across this article just recently, and I don't know why because it's fucking almost 10 years old, but 700,000 cartridges that just went, fuck, no one's buying it. Done. Get rid of them. <laughs> just get rid of it. And just imagine if they had said, you know, in 1983, Joe and Troy, would you like one? Oh, fuck yes, please. Or just some secret warehouse like at Area 51 or yeah. something. Yeah. That houses all these cartridges of fucking ET. <laughs> I bet you there's basements all around the world, especially the Americas, where there's these old cartridges. Oh, definitely. It's like um, it's like if you watch the old uh, the reimagining of Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's the one with the Rock and Kevin Hart yep. and all that kind of stuff. They find the the Jumanji, the board game from the Robin Williams one. Jumanji Next Level, I think. Next Level had been transposed into a console game yeah and that's how they get sucked into it because these kids go into detention they find this old console they don't want to do detention so they plug the console into an old crt these work and then they get sucked into the game and it's hilariously funny and great so worth a watch yeah excellent well mate it has been an absolute pleasure i hope you're feeling better by next week it's just a cold mate just the body hasn't had it for about three years yeah, see, that's the thing. We don't know and, how and to now deal with the sniffles. It's kind of going, what the fuck is this and, shit? And people think you're really, like, you have a small sniffle four years ago, people are like, oh, you have a sniffle now, and people are pretty much ready to lynch you. Oh, everyone forgets about monkeypox. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> they're just going to want to burn you now. Yeah, it's just like, fuck, monkeypox. Something to do with the vid. Excellent. So, no, nah, it'll go away. Anyway, roadies, on that, I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We most certainly are. Thank you.